You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome to another episode of Honest AF Show with me, Daniela Clark. And me, Barbara Ann Wild. And we have just been sitting here because we just did an episode with Miss Barbara Ann Wild about her return from her European vacation. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was not Griswold family vacation, this one. <laughs> Usually they are, but this Those one was not. Those movies are so funny. <laughs> I love them. Oh my Even God. Even though Chevy Chase is a horrible human being, <laughs> they are fantastic movies. Yeah, they really are funny. I think Juliette Lewis is in one of them, right? Isn't Juliette oh, I, You know what? I don't know. I think she is. Oh, I think she's, she's in one of the how vacation perfect is movies. that? Yeah. Oh, speaking of actors, I saw a funny kind of an interesting article the other day, which kind of, I think, explains my ailment. (laughs) Oh, no. In some way. (laughs) Okay. So I saw an article. I don't know if you saw this. I don't know. It's about Brad Pitt. Oh, yes. The article was about how he has some ailment called facial blindness. Yes. Have you heard about this? I have heard about something similar and I don't believe it's exactly the same but it's it's the same concept where you can't remember someone yes yeah you can't remember someone because you don't really have face facial recognition facial recognition which he says people for the longest time have thought that he's just a dick or he's aloof or whatever or because cuz he's yeah, yes. well known to indulge in the marijuana. Yes. So he says that he's been getting like a bad rap but he actually has a condition called facial blindness and I was like oh he's oh one my of your God. people <laughs> all this time <laughs> People have said that I'm a bitch because I don't remember them. I too must have facial blindness. Maybe you do. I think I do because I mean, I can't even tell you how many times people have said that they think I'm rude or, you know, I'm a bitch or whatever because I don't remember them. But honestly, if I don't know the person like for a a certain period of time, right? I don't usually remember people that I've just casually met. Right. And a lot of times I feel like people are trying to trick me and they'll be like, you don't remember who I am. Yeah. I hate <laughs> when people do that to me. Do you remember me? Ah, uh, if you have to ask me if I remember you, chances are I do not remember you. Wow. <laughs> but it's, I think it's because I, I honestly, I think my my issue is that I'm kind of like a fly. Yeah. I notice a lot of things at the same time. So I'm all, all over the place and not fo- focused. Uh-huh. So I'll meet someone and I look at their face and I talk to them. And an hour later, I would not be able to pick them out of a lineup. Right. Yeah, that's what he was saying. And I was wondering how that worked for Brad Pitt being an actor. Mm-hmm. Because... How is he doing these movies? Well, he has to remember lines. He doesn't have to remember faces. Yeah, but when he has a, I mean, most of his movies, he has a significant other in the Well, movie. I'm sure if you're hot enough, he remembers you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what happened with Jennifer Aniston and Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Maybe he just didn't remember and thought that was her. Oh, that's what happened. Maybe he that's had what no happened. idea. He thought he was fucking his wife, but he wasn't. Well, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, where they fell. Maybe he was just like Mr. and Mrs. Pitt. 
Yeah, I don't know. But I was like, <laughs> oh, maybe that's, you know, what my issue is. Because, you know, a while back on the previous episode, we talked about the Sex Pistols series, which I loved. By the way, I think it's based on Steve Jones's book. And I was it's his, ask from you his perspective. Where, how do you watch that? Is it Netflix? Or? Oh, it's on, um, I think it's on Hulu. Okay. I think it's on Hulu, if Hulu's I remember correctly. Been knocking it out of the park lately. They really have. I know. Yeah. Right now, I'm in the process of watching the Victoria's Secret documentary. Have oh, you seen I that? Oh, I haven't ventured there yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just started that. Oh, so uh, quite a while back, Steve Jones came up to me. Uh, I was out somewhere and he came up and he said hi and I did not recognize him. Right. I did not remember him, which is insane because it's Steve Jones. But <laughs> that's that's Daniela. Well, a little while later, I found out through a mutual friend that he thought I was a bitch <laughs> because I didn't remember him. But you just didn't recognize him. I just w would like him to know that I have facial blindness. Okay. <laughs> I'll, you know what? I don't, I, I mean, it might be, have something to do with the fact that you're an Aquarian too, because most of the Aquarians that I know, and I love Aquarians, I have an Aquarius moon. We have a lot of trouble with facial recognition. And I think it's part of being so aloof because that's like yeah. the de one of the definitions of an Aquarian is someone that's really aloof. Aloof. I wouldn't doubt that yeah. Brad's, even though his birthday is December 18th and he's a Sagittarius, I know more about Brad Pitt than I probably should. Um, but <laughs> I know his height. I know. I mean, I met him. Really? When Zach, well, when Zach did the Rockstar movie, he was married to Jennifer Aniston. Oh, right, right. So, and right. he's lovely. He's definitely in my top five. I, I was actually going to ask you... I, I was driving here today and I was like, man, you know what? I was thinking about the stories that we could talk about. And I was like, we haven't done anything like with our top five in a long time. Like who's and the I was hottest? Like, oh, he's definitely in there. You know, I saw him. I went into the Ivy he's, on Robertson. We never forget that face. No, <laughs> exactly. So I went into the Ivy on Robertson for dinner one night to meet some girlfriends. And I, at the time he was married to Angelina Jolie. And they were sitting out in the garden um, having dinner and they were both facing me. They were there with some other couple. And I walked in and it was like the heavens parted and the sun <laughs> shined right over his head. Right. And I was like, good Lord, that man is good looking. So I went and I sat down on the table and everybody goes, did you see Angelina Jolie when you walked in? You're and like, I was like, no, no. <laughs> Was she there? I didn't see her at all. I didn't Only see her Brad at all. Pitt could make you I was not so notice pissed Angelina off. Jolie. I was so pissed off at myself because I actually would have liked to have seen her and I didn't even look in her direction. It's hysterical. It's <laughs> so great. It was so ridiculous. To be honest, I wouldn't have either. Wait, I, another time this happened to me, I was on a flight to, which answers your question that you were going to propose. <laughs> I was on a flight to New York and sitting right, right next to me was this gorgeous guy. And I immediately recognized him. He played, I forgot his name. He's a, he was a model and then he became an actor. And he played Samantha's love interest on Sex and the City. Oh, I love him. God, oh, what's God. his name? Is it Jason something? I, I don't remember. I Anyways. Know exactly who he is. Really gorgeous man. He's and currently in a in a really successful show. In a series? Yeah, hold on. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So I saw him and I was just like, oh my goodness, he's beautiful. 
And he's like, if you took Brad Pitt and yes. Chris Cornell and put them in a blend, yes, you would get yes, him. exactly. I know exactly who he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name, but anyways, I was sitting next to my girlfriend, and I was like, "Oh my god, did you see how go- that guy's on Sex in the City? He's a model. He's beautiful." She goes, "Did you see Halle Berry sitting next to him?" I'm like, "She's sitting next to him." <laughs> So great. <laughs> Didn't they have a child together? Yes. They yeah, ended they up a, together yeah, yeah. and having a child. Yeah. And my girlfriend was like, Halle Berry was is right next to him. I'm like, I did not see her. Let me take a look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it's so called funny. tunnel vision, kids. Yes. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but yeah. He, oh, he's beautiful. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. I'll find him in a second if I could get oh. I never have luck with Wi-Fi in this house. But I saw her up close and personal at at the cosmetics counter at Bloomingdale's one day. And she didn't have an ounce of makeup on. She is And let me tell you, it's not normal. No. It's not normal. Stunning. 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 She doesn't have a pore in her skin. Like her skin, she has doll skin. I've never seen anything like it. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Just beautiful. I mean, her features are so beautiful delicate and beautiful face. She's, she's gorgeous. Yeah. It was upsetting. I went home and I called my mom and I yelled at her. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you could have done better. You know, you could have done better. Oh, that's hysterical. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Oh my God. It's going to drive me crazy. I always blame my mom for everything. My kids do that too. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure my daughter will too one day. I don't know about your daughter. Your daughter's like, (laughs) she's an anomaly. But my one son, the youngest one, blames me for everything that goes wrong in his life. If his video game is malfunctioning, (laughs) what did you do to my iPad? I did not touch it. I don't have anything to do with it, but it's hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Moms get blamed for everything. They really do. But I got to tell you. I, I don't know if this happens to you, but probably not because you have boys. I got ready the other night, put my makeup on. I did a mask first. I did this whole routine with myself. (laughs) I did a mask on my hair, a mask on my face, a mask on my hands. I don't even know what the hell I was doing anymore. (laughs) Gilby like walks in and he just shouts. He's like, ah, what is this? Because I have masks all over me. Oh, that's funny. I got myself all dolled up and ready to go out. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, not bad for a broad of this stature. Not bad at all, I must say. You definitely don't have facial recognition when you look at yourself. You are stunning (laughs) enough. But I was like, I look pretty good right now. I'm kind of happy with this outcome. I'm looking pretty good. My outfit looks good. Everything looks pretty good. I've been working out a lot. My body looks good. It was one of those moments where I felt really good. (laughs) And then I walked into Frankie and she was all dolled up to go out too. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, wah, wah, wah. I, mean, I mean, she gets this, it from her mama, though. The skin on that kid. Ay, ay, she ay. has gorgeous skin, gorgeous, gorgeous, skin. everything. And she just looked so good with her tiny little waist and her little outfit that she had on. And I was just like, Wah. you know, what's so great about her? She has no clue. No clue. How divine she is. No, she has that no makes clue. her even more special. Yeah. You know, she has just, absolutely no clue. Awesome. She has no idea. She tells me all the time, this is wrong. That's wrong. I'm like, Frankie, let me tell you something. (laughs) There is nothing wrong with you. You look so great. And you're just such a great person. And she's absolutely beautiful. But I told her the same thing that I told you Daryl Hannah told me years ago. I was standing in a parking lot with my girlfriend who is really good friends with Daryl Hannah. Yeah. They're best friends. 
uh, Hillary. Hillary. Close. H. Yeah. So my girlfriend, Hillary, her best friend is Daryl. And we were standing in the kids' parking lot because our kids went to school together. And I said to Hillary and Daryl, ugh, I'm turning 30. I'm going to be like that TV show, 30-something. I'm going to be like, you, and I you know, a this. dorky old lady. And Daryl was like, let me tell you something. 10 years from now, when you're 40, you're going to wish you were 30. So just mm. enjoy the skin you're in because in 10 years, you're going to wish you were where you are right now. Right. And so, of course, I repeat that same story to Frankie every chance I get. I say to Haley Ray all the time, just love your life. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Don't, you know, keep wishing like, well, I'll feel better about this when this happens. Right. Or I'm wait like because you just, you know, we what? all do that. It's such a waste of precious, precious time. Yeah. You know, it's every true. single minute is it's just true. like, you know, I mean, that's not to say that, you know, once we get to Gilby's upcoming birthday. Oh, yeah. Uh, there will be no more celebrations after that. But <laughs> I will say that. It's all downhill yeah, from um, there, folks. It goes backwards after that. <laughs> but I will say that, you know, I, I try to tell her all that all the time. Like, you're stressing or getting so worked up over something that, you know. Yeah, it's true. It, it's it's, it's so hard, though, to stay time. in the moment and appreciate the moment that it you're is. In. It is. You know, it is it hard is. to do. Yeah. And it has to be a conscious Effort. Happiness is a yeah. choice. Yeah. In my, I, I, I really believe that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you could wake up and choose to be happy. Yeah. You know, I mean, life is going to have things thrown at you. It's going to no throw all what, kinds so. of wrenches at you. But you, you and, and that's so true because, you know, you go through in your life, you go through so many ups and downs and roller coaster rides of yeah. highs and low lows, high highs. But you do have to make a choice to be happy and let shit roll off of you because you really do. it's not worth it to take it into your body and stress yourself out and make yourself sick over it. Right. And get Agreed. depressed, you know? Oh, and his name is Gabriel, uh, Gabriel Aubrey. Gabriel Aubrey. That's yeah. it. Yes. He is. Jamie. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't remember why I thought Jason was his name, but maybe that was his name I, on the yeah, show. Or something. I, I, I actually thought too, he's a Canadian model. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was something else. And then she married, what's his name? Oh, my oh God. yeah. The guy from uh, Hotter Than Hot. Holy oh, cow. yeah. Olivier. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, Olivier Wait. Martinez, yeah. I think is his name. I though. think you're right. I don't remember, but he, they, oh, he was in that movie. Yes. Oh. He was in that movie when a man. No, not when a man loves a woman. That was another great movie with Andy Garcia and oh, Melanie. I love Andy Garcia, by the way. Is it Melanie Griffith in that one? But no, this one was, what was the name of this movie? It was um, with Richard Gere and Diane Lane and Olivier. I guess and, he was in The Chambermaid. Oh, it was called Unfaithful. Ah, that's look hysterical. At, look at me in my memory. Oh, it was called yes, Unfaithful. actor of Unfaithful. First thing that comes up in his uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Is it Olivier Martinez? Is uh -huh. that his name? Martinez. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Although he's French. Yeah, he's French. Uh -huh. He's a very um, so good-looking guy, Martinez. too. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, that movie was great. Did you see that movie, Unfaithful? I did not. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, it's kind of ridiculous because who would do that? She's married to Richard Gere. <laughs> and she cheats on him. <laughs> Never um, would that happen. But 
Oh, wait, wait. Oh, my God. That leads me to another story. No, I might have to go there. Yeah. I I mean, okay. Yeah, it is Olivier (laughs) Martinez. They had to get like the hottest guy, someone hotter than than Richard Gere. But wait, that leads me to another story. What was that other movie, Uh, Indecent Proposal? No. I love that one. Oh, with Demi Moore? With what's her, yeah. Where Are you she, thinking of the one of Glenn Close where, no, where the, she's that she gets mad because he cheats on her with his, where well, he goes back to his wife and he leaves her. Woody um, Harrelson's in it and he has to, they get paid $2 million for her to cheat on him. Oh yeah. That's indecent. I love that movie. Yeah. I'm like, that was great. I would have done it for free. I was hotter <laughs> than hot, but go yeah, ahead. That, that, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one, actually. You know what? We should change our show. We should just review movies and TV shows. I, I think we we're should, quite right? good at it. We, we watch a lot of shit. <laughs> but I, I got to tell you the story. It's so crazy. Speaking of uh, Unfaithful and Richard Gere and <laughs> Martinez and Diane Lane and all that stuff. But did you, Emily Ratajkowski oh. is getting divorced. What She's a been, loser ass. What I mean, he that cheated guy. on her. How in God's name? They said he's a serial serial cheater. cheater. But if you're cheating on Emily Ratajkowski, there is no hope for any of us. No, no. What is wrong? What a loser. What? How could he do that? They just had a baby. They have a brand new baby. She is like the hottest girl. I'm so glad out she there. kicked his ass to the curb. Good for her. A serial cheater. I mean, the audacity. Craziness, right? Absolute madness. And it was really weird, too, because he, I think in addition to being a serial cheater, I think he's a bullshit artist as well, because there was a whole thing when they were living in New York that he had this like palatial pad, brownstone, like mega beautiful place. And it turned out he didn't own it. They were getting evicted because he wasn't paying the rent or whatever. And they got ousted and then they moved to California. So I think he's just, uh, I just think he's one of those people that everything is BS. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I wow. mean, she's divine. So good for her. Wow. I mean, I, I feel bad for her though. I mean, I don't feel bad for her because I'm sure she's not going to have any She will land issues, on her feet. Any issues. That girl is stunning. But she's got a great business going on. Yeah. She's always involved in like the coolest stuff. I think she'll be okay. She'll be fine. But we um, wish her well. We do wish her well. But, you know, she just had a baby. So I'm sure it's not. Yeah. Not no matter what. No matter who you are, you, that doesn't feel good. No, definitely not. That does not feel good. And no matter what, it it messes with your ego and, you know, your self-confidence. And even like on Pump Rules, I love my Vanderpump Rules show. That is one show I have not watched. Okay. Well, (laughs) it's like, I mean, our friend Lori and I both live for Lisa Vanderpump. We love her. And... It's her show based upon the servers at her multitude of restaurants. Right. And they're all really young and each one is more gorgeous than the next. And it's just totally Caligula stuff going on on any given Sunday. Um, It sounds like uh, it's right up my alley. I should watch it. It it (laughs) makes the Real Housewives seem like a bunch of 30-somethings or 40, 50, 60-somethings. And these young 
living through these 20s i mean zach always comes in the room and he's like is that my dude is that the one that's fucking all the girls i'm like yeah that's him and he'll sit on he'll watch it because he's like i love jacks he's awesome he's always fucking all these different girls and he doesn't even care because he works with all of them and he's you know with another one each night or whatever and it's hysterical sometimes i feel weird about it though like sometimes like because you know i watch love island and all that and sometimes i'm like why am i watching all these young kids dating like is this like, what is happening right now? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm way too old to be watching all these and being well, interested in these young Vanderpump kids' rules. relationships. Like, love- why am I so invested in this? But, but then there's that beautiful girl, Lala Kent. She oh, has yeah. a makeup line and she's part I've of the seen cast her, of, yeah. of, and she was engaged to this, um, I don't know if you've seen the press, but she was engaged to this movie producer, Randall Emmett. Uh-huh. And I mean, he is one of, in my opinion, it's all subjective. Everybody has their opinions. And she was way out of his league. And they have a baby together. Is cheating on her with a multitude of young wannabe actresses. And this guy is like, it's like a house of cards now. Finding out that he was the, he's been the producer of the last like 40 something films by Bruce Willis. Oh. And his whole production company everything's like a house of cards it turns out like he's getting all these monies for these films and not using them in the right way and he's doing all this like his whole production company is folding but he was cheating on this actress Lala Kent and I'm thinking to myself like what is wrong with you it's the same thing like with Emily it's like is it are they just super intimidated because these women are just like the be all end all and they just feel lesser than so they have to go cheat I mean there is a there is a theory that people that cheat like that it's more to do with their insecurities right than anything to do with who's who's in their life right and I think that that's probably true it's probably just your ego needing feeding and you're yeah you need attention absolutely some people just love attention yeah some people just like people that like them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> totally. You know, it's just they about need to be it. validated. They need to be validated. Uh-huh. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And, you know, I and I guess, uh, you know, some people are not ready f- to settle down and maybe they want an anchor. They think they want an anchor and then they get one and they're like, OK, so now that I have my anchor, let me have fun. Right. Anyway. Yeah. So I don't know. who knows? I guess that's why Mr. Wilde is so, such a good boy because he's very self-confident. <laughs> there, is, there is no insecurities going on there. Oh, well, there you go. Maybe that's what it lot, is. He has a very positive self-concept. So, hmm. <laughs> and It's an interesting topic, actually. But uh, yeah, I, it, was, it was so, I, I read that and I was like, what the hell? I know. That's crazy. crazy. I saw that too. And I love her. I think she's great. And I love her clothing line. And uh, I think she's, she's cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I've and seen the body her on a, that girl. Oh, Holy her body's insane. Cow. Yeah. Wow. Just insane body. Um, and, and, and the body came right back after a baby, like unbelievable. It's just craziness. I, what else has been going on? I have, um, oh, I've been so busy because I completely redesigned Solo, my activewear brand. Oh, I'm so excited. So I have all new, uh, a whole new collection. So uh, that um, is very exciting. It's so fun. And speaking of gorgeous bodies, oh my God. So I hired, I had to do, I got to tell you, you have to have a lot of confidence to do what I do <laughs> yeah. because this business will repeat a shreds if you don't have confidence. 
because I have to cast for models. And yeah, so but I, I think, think of models all day. <laughs> but you, you, I think when you have your creative head on, yeah. you're not looking no. at anything. It's not about you. It's about no, your right. vision and your creativity. Yes. And so you're going to do the best you can do to make your garments look the best yes. that they can be. Yeah. So and I, you're right. You, you don't have a jealous thing going on at all. No, I don't. No. Um, I actually, I appreciate all, yes. all things beautiful. I, I, I just appreciate beauty. I'm the it same doesn't, way. doesn't matter I feel to me. like it's inspirational too. Yeah, exactly. I always try to grab inspiration from it. Yeah. So I hired uh, two models, gorgeous girls. So sweet too. Both of them were great to work with. And we did a photo shoot and we shot the whole campaign and the whole lookbook and everything. I'm very excited. It looks really, really cool. So the the air conditioning's broken in downstairs in my house right now. So we have to keep the fan on if you hear fan noise, but it's drying out my throat. <laughs> yeah, we finished doing the photo shoot and it was great. And um, I'm really, really excited to launch the new website and get all the new images out there and everything. But uh, one of the models, her body was, I mean, they both looked insane, but one of them, I said to her, do you work out? Because her body was just like ridiculous. And I said to her, do you work out? She goes, no, of course not. <laughs> and I was like, oh, hmm. <laughs> that's just, you know, youth right there. That's youth. Because, I mean, I remember when I was younger, I didn't really work out that much. Right. And I was fine. You know, I ate what I wanted. I hardly worked out. But as we, you get older, you do have to work out and you have to work out more than you ever did. I, you know, it's so funny. I always thought of working out more in terms of mental health. Honestly. It's so good for you. I yeah. love, that's when I zone out. That's when I have my time yeah. to myself. Like everyone dreads going to the gym or whatever. I love doing an hour of cardio. It gives me clarity. Like, yeah. I could just do, I don't have to think about anything. I don't have to, it just, it just, gives me that unwind time. I, I love it. I, I actually detest working out. A lot of people do. I absolutely hate it. It's a chore for me. I don't enjoy it. However, I enjoy the high I get from it afterwards. The endorphins are Getting unbeatable. myself there is a pain in the ass because like I will, oh dear, I have a headache. Oh, well, maybe I shouldn't work out today. I think I have a headache. Oh, it's hot. Mm, maybe I shouldn't. Oh, so-and-so <laughs> wants to go have lunch. Oh, I have a meeting. Oh, I have a long phone call. Every excuse in the book to not go work out. I force myself to do it. But then when I'm there and I'm doing it, I hate it. Every step of the way, I hate it. But then when I'm done, I love it. And I I used to feel so happy. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Feel so good afterwards. You do. You feel good afterwards. (laughs) You feel like you did something well for good for your well-being. Like my body feels better. And the big plus is if you are in of a certain stature, a certain age group, <laughs> a lot of people complain that they have terrible insomnia and they can't fall asleep. Working out is the cure for that. Do you find that working out later in the day would keep you awake? I would think so. I think that it gives you too much adrenaline and it gives you too much, like I get too much high from it. When I finish working out, I feel very energetic. Me too. But by the end of the day, when it's time to go to bed, I'm exhausted because I worked out and I carried on my day and did all this stuff. 
So by the end of the day, I sleep so much better when I'm working out. It's funny because Zach was going into the gym last night at like 10 o'clock and we're all so jet lagged. And I was like, that's going to keep you awake. Why? He came right in and he's like, no, it, it helps me wind down. And I was like, not me. I'm the opposite. Working out is something that I need to do in the morning. And then yeah. it gives me a buzz for the rest of the day. I think it's um, whatever works for you because you know what Gilby does every night before he goes to bed? What? He has a cup of coffee. Zach does that too. I'm like, how can you drink coffee and go to bed? Shot of espresso. I'm like, I don't get that either. If I have anything with caffeine at four o'clock is my cutoff. Me too. Anything Me too. after four o'clock, I'm doomed. No more caffeine after four. I'm Me too. doomed. Same. Yeah. Same thing. But I do feel like, you know, in order to go to, if you're having problems sleeping, which I know is a, a, a huge side effect of menopause uh, and also stress, uh, anxiety. anxiety. Yes. Poor Hendrix, um, my, my just turned 20 year old has horrific insomnia right now. It's the worst. Insomnia is really, yeah. truly one of the worst things that can, uh, I hope it never happens to me because oh. Zach always left. He's like, you can sleep anywhere. Yeah. I am on command anywhere. I can sleep. Yeah. Same. And please, dear Lord, never let that happen to me because I love sleeping. I can't, I have a lot of problems sleeping. Gilby does not, but mm. I have a lot of problems sleeping, but I do find that working out is and and making lists before you go to sleep like oh if God, you work that would give me anxiety no 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 if you work out and then write down a, a list of everything that you need to do the next day oh or God, whatever's that on your mind would literally traumatize me i'd be oh. like oh, i have so much to do that would that would no because for me what happens is i lay there when i can't sleep Oh, I will lay there make and make lists list in my head. Oh, no. So the point is to get it out of my head and into my phone. I make little notes in my phone of everything I need to do or what, what I'm remembering to do so that I don't think about it when I go to sleep so that I can clear my head when I go to sleep. And there's not, I don't have to worry about anything because I've already taken care of it. I wrote it all down. Well, that's a really good tip for some people. For me, that would be the kiss of death. Really? I'd be up going, oh my God, look at all this I have to do tomorrow. I'm going to, how am I going to possibly do this? Like I, that would be terrible for me. But, but for people that I know that have insomnia, that would probably be a great thing for Hendrix because then he would put it to bed. Yeah. Like, okay, you got to put it to bed. I've, yeah. I've got all this. Yeah. I can go to bed and not even think about what do I have to do tomorrow. I think if you're a multitasker or somebody whose mind goes all the time. And creative. You're very creative. Yeah. So then you have to kind of quiet your mind by doing that. And for me, that really works. That's interesting. Um, I have to just like, before I go to bed, I sit down, I take out my phone and I make notes of everything that's been on my mind and what I've, what I want to follow up with the next day, what I have to do so that I don't forget. And then I don't worry about forgetting it. That's and then awesome. it's off my head and then I'm just good to go. And I'm tired from working out and from my day. And then I can settle in and fall asleep, which is much to Gilby's dismay because he likes to watch a show before we go to sleep. And <laughs> so halfway through the show, I'm like conking out. And he's like, oh man, you always fall asleep. <laughs> Zach does that too. He's yeah. like, like last night, we were really just loving the last the, the current season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, God. Tracy Ullman's in it. Yes, it's so she's funny. She's so, I, I mean, watched it. she's incredible. And with him, <laughs> they're two, they're, they're, they're so funny. It is, 
this season, I mean, every season, I think he cannot possibly be as funny Top as the himself. last. himself, yeah. It's, it's outrageous. It's just, he's hilarious. Like, every it's time he like, walks out of the house, he does uh, something bad. <laughs> just his walk, everything about yeah. him. And, and the music. Always, the music plays such a huge part so in that. Good. Because you know he's going to get up to some shenanigan the minute the music starts. You're like, oh, here he goes. Something oh, bad's so going to happen. Good. And yeah. Zach says to me, don't play it because I'm going to fall asleep. I'm too tired and I'm never going to watch the whole thing. I'm like, oh, I just want to laugh and like unwind yeah. by myself yeah. and just like drift off. But <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, Everybody's so different. Yeah, I know. But so, you know, it is, it's whatever works for you. Um, I will say though, like segueing a little bit into Bag of Tricks, one of the things that really helped everyone in the wild family sleep on vacation in a multitude of trains, planes, and automobiles. I went on Amazon before our trip and I researched the best travel blanket and the best travel pillow and eye mask. And I tell you, the eye masks that we were able to get, and I'll post them on our reels when we launch this episode, it has a bit of kind of like stuffing or like a spongy material around the, yeah, Yeah. around the eye sockets Uh so that it doesn't lay right on your eyes. And it was so soft and adjustable in the back. And literally there's no where you're seeing light. You know how like when you have a normal eye mask, it lays and you could see below your your eye. These were literally pitch black. And it made it so that we were able to sleep at two o'clock in the afternoon, bright sunlight. And the house in Italy is was very traditional where it was just shears. Mm-hmm. And I like blackout curtains. And if it weren't for these eye masks, I mean, they were unbelievable. And a really thin bamboo travel blanket that was just enough to make you feel warm or cool, but it was something over you. And the travel pillow was off the hook. It was, I mean, those are things like help you sleep. Those yeah. are invaluable yeah, as far as I'm concerned. Just to make you comfortable. Now. As you far have... as sleep goes, it's a whole, I mean, Sabbath, I think will use that eye mask until it falls apart. He's been using it since we got home. He's like, it's the greatest thing He's ever. He's so cute. Do you, did you guys get jet lag? I thought I escaped it. When we got there, they say it, the more time zones you travel east, the worse your jet lag is, like uh-huh. our our circadian rhythms. But I usually get it worse when I come home to uh-huh. California. Uh-huh. This time, both of us were annihilated like day three in Paris. Yeah. We were so, I mean, and it's so hard on little people. Yeah. They have no, they fall asleep on the plane. So they sleep almost the whole flight if you're lucky. But then when they get to where you are, they they can't adjust. And right. Sabbath was having so much trouble and both of us were really hurting. So I went to the pharmacist in Paris and it's so funny. I got, I, I'm so, I can't believe you asked me about this because this is actually a funny story. So I got melatonin because the one time that melatonin is really supposed to be invaluable is when you go through time zones and Ideally, you're supposed to take it at four o'clock in the morning of the new time zone of where you're going to be. Four o'clock in the morning? For some reason, it'll reset your circadian rhythms perfectly if you take it. Like, so we're going to France when it would be four o'clock in the morning on the plane. 
take it then or okay. when you get there, if it's in the middle of the night or whatever. And then it's supposed to reset your body clock mm-hmm. and you do it for like two or three days. Well, I didn't take it before then, but day three of being there, Sabbath was beside himself. He was staying up to like two o'clock in the morning oh, no. and sleeping till like two in the afternoon. And it mm-hmm. was like, we couldn't get on a, 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 a good schedule. So I went to the pharmacist and I told the pharmacist in Paris that, you know, do you have something that's safe for children? Melatonin. He's like, yeah. And he gave me one milligram melatonin. And he said, honestly, since he's never had it, give him half. And it was the one that you just put under your tongue and it dissolved. And he told me to give it to him around seven or eight o'clock at night. So we get back to the hotel and Jesse, my son, Jesse, was at UCLA. And one of the things that he studied for a bit when he was in pre-med was Neurofarm. So Sabbath, is he listens and hears everything. And he heard Jesse telling me over the years, mom, never take melatonin. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. So Sabbath has in his brain, melatonin is like really bad. He's heard his brother say it for years. So, and I'm not even correlating that he would even remember such a thing because Jesse's been out of college for quite a while. So we get back to the hotel room and I'm like, here, take this. This is what the pharmacist said. It's going to help us get our body clocks back on schedule so we don't spend our whole vacation sleeping because we can't wake up and we're going to bed so late. So he takes it and he's playing on his iPad. And about 15 minutes later, he's like, I need to lay down. And I said, okay. (laughs) So he gets in bed. And he goes, what did you do to me? And I said, I said, what do you mean? He goes, you drugged me. And I go, no, I gave you a half of a milligram of melatonin. The pharmacist gave it. It's very safe. He goes, I'm going to call the police. You drugged your child. This is against the law. There has to be laws against this. You are making me sleep. You gave me a sleeping pill. I said, no. It sounds like you have another lawyer in the family. Uh, Honestly, he negotiates everything. I do think he he has a promising future if that's what he chooses to do. So I said to him, I go, Sabbath, it was melatonin. It's only a half a milligram. I promise you I did not drug you. He goes, melatonin? That's what Jesse said is bad. We should never take it. You did this to me. I honestly think we should call the police. I think you should go to jail. You oh drugged God, your child. So and I was dying oh laughing. I, I I recorded him and I sent it to Zach. I'm like, he wants me arrested for drugging that him. So he goes, cute. and then about 10 minutes later, he goes, Mom. I go, what? He goes, Will you lay down with me? And so I he was literally out cold in like 30 minutes from taking it. And then he woke up at like seven in the morning and he was like, I feel great today. I have no more jet lag. I'm like, maybe it has something to do with that melatonin. No, never give that to me again. And then he told Jesse the next morning at breakfast, mom gave me melatonin. And Jesse's like, Sabbath, this is the one time where it's actually that's what you're supposed to use it for, for jet lag so that you don't get jet lag. But it was there. He's like, what did you do to me? You <laughs> drugged me. It was so He's funny. So cute. It that worked kid. like clockwork for him. Yeah. I, you know, it, it's so weird because, you know, we all have all these tricks because the guys travel so much. Yeah. We all have all these tricks. My trick was always like, try to get on the schedule when you arrive. So like, try to take like a nighttime flight That's so you can sleep it. on the plane. And then when you get there in the morning, you're up all force day yourself and to stay force up. yourself to stay up I can never do and it. then go to sleep at night. 
And I always do that. But this last time that I went to Italy. Right. You said you were. It floored me. I had the worst jet lag and I was working. And for, so like every, every day I'd be working and we're like in these meetings and we're traveling to these factories that are like three hours away and we're picking out fabrics and stuff. And I would just zone. I would just zone out and I just wanted to curl up in a ball somewhere in a corner and go to sleep. I know. I don't know about you, but that makes me feel so much guilt though. I'm like, I cannot be in yes. Europe and sleeping until two o'clock in the yes. afternoon. Yeah. Like, I have a million things that I want to do, yeah. you know? Um, it's funny. Did I ever... Well, I, my very first international flight, I don't know if I've ever told you this story. I may have told you this story, but I know I, I don't think I've told it on the show. So my very first time outside of the country, Zach was on tour with Ozzy and he sent me a plane ticket as a present to go visit him in Europe. And I was beside myself so excited. So Ozzy says to me at rehearsal in, in the L.A., have you ever flown internationally before? I said, no, I've never. And I was taking a direct flight from Los Angeles to Madrid. And Ozzy goes, oh, 14 hours to Spain. Listen to Ozzy. And he gave me something, two pills. Yeah. So I get on the plane and I, Ozzy said, take it when you get on the plane after you have dinner. So it's, I took this, Ozzy called them doom dots. I took this pill that Ozzy gave me to this day. I don't know what the hell I took, but I took this pill. And honestly, I think I weighed 103 pounds, all five foot two of me. I was like, weighed nothing. Oz and Sharon was like, why would you ever take anything that Ozzy gives you? Like, and that was like back in the late 80s where God only knows what it is. It probably was a roofie or something. So anyway, so Ozzy gives me this drug. I take it on the plane like he he tells me to after dinner. And I feel the, the flight attendant try and wake me up for breakfast the next morning on the flight. I'm like zonked, <laughs> trying to get me off the plane. We're in we're in Spain. You need to get off the plane. I am drugged out of my skull. We get to the hotel. I have no idea how I got to the hotel. And we get to the hotel and it was a really old hotel in Madrid. And it had one of those elevators that you pulled the gate over, you know, the chain or, and I'm in the elevator and I'm like nodding off. And Zach's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I took that thing that Ozzy told me to take. And he said it would help me sleep, but I can't wake up. So we go back to the room and Zach like hasn't seen me in a month and he wants to have sex with me. And I'm like, he could have raped me. He could have, God only knows what he did or if we did. I, to this day, don't know. I was out. He's like, are husband. you, he goes, are you going to the show? I go, I can't, I can't go to the show. I can't get up. Zach says to Ozzy, what did you do to Barb? She's fucking zombie. She cannot wake up. Two solid days. I did not wake up. Wow. The next day, like two days later, I see Ozzy in Barcelona and he goes, you took the pill that I gave you, huh? And I go, I slept so good, Ozzy. I feel so good. And he's like, and Sharon's like, why did you take anything he gave you? Zach's like, you drugged my girlfriend. She was like, 
I was out cold for 48 hours. I could not function. I have no idea to this day what he gave me, but that's you, what- You still don't even know. To this day, no. And he <laughs>, laughs his ass off about that. Sure he does. To this, uh, he's like, that's good stuff, huh, Barb? I'm like, yeah, Oz, whatever you did to me was the best sleep I ever had for 48 hours. Damn, we got to figure out what the hell that was. Get I should some. ask him now. He'd probably Seriously. be like, oh, I wish they still, it's probably something that- Looks like, like these two like, took uh, it. What were those big drugs in the 70s that- Everyone took to sleep. They, I don't remember. A quaalude. Qua- it was probably like yeah. a quaalude or yeah, something. Yeah, I have no yeah. idea what he... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what Ozzy gave me. But whatever he gave me knocked yeah. me out for 48 hours. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> do is do we have time for Bar- Barb's bag of tricks? Well, I kind of feel like I did it with the sleep Oh, with the stuff, sleep but pillow. But I honestly... And the- the, the pillow, the mask, uh, I definitely think. And I also have another little... Phil's given us the red light. Yeah, he's uh, like, five travel. minutes, bitches. Okay, so this is not sexy and not exciting or anything, but it was like invaluable. So it's this little company called Shupato. And I got this in Italy in a little beachside town. And it looks doesn't look like it's very exciting. But my backpack that I had on my travels was leather and weighed 150 pounds. Right. So much so that my husband was sporting it for me most of the trip. So I went in the shop and they had this bag. It weighs nothing. It folds up into that little thing. It's so super cute. It holds oh, everything you can yeah. imagine. And it weighs nothing. Yeah. And if you're going to start shopping, this is like so awesome. Feel this thing. Yeah. It literally weighs nothing. Yeah. And it holds everything. Oh, yeah, that's such a good idea to get it something It is like such that. a smart thing. So if you need an extra bag when you're traveling, this I found to be incredibly awesome. Yeah, that's very nice. Yeah, so wasn't cool. an Yves Saint Laurent bag, but yeah. it was inexpensive. It you can rolls get the up Yves Saint Laurent like, bag when we go. Uh, I have plans for us. So, but anyway, this is part of my travel bag of tricks. Very cool. Okay. Well, that does it for this episode of Honest AF. If you have any products or subjects that you want us to uh, check into. Any drugs you need us to know about to help us sleep. Yeah. (laughs) Anything? Anything at all. (laughs) Hit us up on our socials. Honest AF show is our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. HonestAFshow.com is our website. And until next time, take care. Bye, everybody. We obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.